Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome, one and all, to the only podcast in the world. Today I am joined by my lesser co-host, and I finally get to call him that. It's Nathan James Bewer. How are you today, Nathan James Bewer? That's not my name, first of all. Yeah. And that that intro there, that was kind of like, you know when you like go to a supermarket, you yeah. go down the cereal aisle, and you'll see like shreddies and wheaties and, and all this sort of stuff, all the, all the brands that you know. Yeah. And then you'll see like... Rice snaps and oh, okay. Choco squares. <laughs> and it was like familiar, but some off about it. There's like yeah. it's just not not the same. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of our listeners will genuinely feel alienated by that. I don't think you're wrong. I think where I went wrong is I tried to I tried to imitate you. I didn't bring my own fresh spin on it. And for that I can only apologize. Um I did say I was nervous. I wrote it down. I called from previous experience and it wasn't up to snuff i'm afraid lawrence all i have to say is no one cares and i will tell you that this is the silly little show where we get together every week and we talk about pop culture that could be movies comics tv shows video games whatever the hell we want to talk about but we do so with a positive spin on it and avoid the toxic discourse that is so prevalent these days lawrence that's how you do it nathan you know when you go down like when you're in the supermarket lawrence shut the fuck up okay (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? Whiskey. We- oh, is he boot? Oh, and and as he says that, he raises his glass. He's put a little filter on our on our video call conference no today. Can, you don't need to reference this. No one can see it. This no, but is just for us. but it speaks to to your your more your more jovial nature today. Besides whiskey, how are you? What have you been up to in the world of Nathan? Um, I have been playing a lot of Spider Man. Yep, <laughs> finished it, platinumed it. Ready to talk about it next week, maybe. Um, or maybe not. Maybe the week after. I can't remember. And th- that's it, really. <laughs> just whiskey and Spider Man. There was, you know, there was some work commitments and 
family and all that other boring stuff as well. But yeah, then you could get back no. to the stuff that really matters. Then I could get back to the important stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, Nathan, I am. I don't know if I'm excited or nervous to talk about what we're talking about today. Well, I'm not necessarily either. Well, I'm definitely not nervous because I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> but I'm more just like, um, how can I put this? I'm more like, look, this is something that I know means a lot to you. Yes. Like it's, it's some, I, I just feel like I'm just going to get probably fucking two hours of you just gushing about nostalgia for the next, well, two hours. Um, not nostalgia. So, like it, I mean, right we, we we do this all the time right nostalgia like things that are nostalgic to you stick with you for a reason and it's normally because they're good not always but yeah, sure. yeah not always but in broad terms i think so there's nothing wrong with nostalgia by the way i'm not saying there is anything wrong with it yeah but this hasn't nostalgia doesn't color my opinion of this movie the, my opinion of this movie continues to get better i, I have a new well, opinion on every time i watch this and it always goes up okay well what is this movie lauren <laughs> Uh, for people that have just clicked on this like a maniac and didn't read it, uh, this is The Incredibles. Uh, this is a movie I've wanted to talk about for a while. I don't know why we haven't done it yet. I feel like it's something we should have done by now. Don't ask me. No, because it's something that I, like, I'm always going on about. Like, <laughs> you say it means a lot well, to me. Well, you never suggested it. Yeah, I know, but then I, I, I don't know whether I'm being precious with it because sometimes I bring you stuff and you don't like it and then I go, oh, fuck, and I wanted to gush about it. But like then it just, like Top Gun Maverick and After Sun, two things I brought to you and I was like, Nathan, I like these things. And you were like, then you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And I stand by it. I stand by that that sentiment. And, and I'm still baffled as to why you thought I would like either of those. All right, top, right, I'll take your point on After Sun. We're doing it with every, right, every couple of months we do this again. Right, I'll I always take your point on After Sun, right? Because it's something that is like, you, and also like somewhat similar to Boyhood, a movie I know you famously despise. And I, yes. I, I should have, I should have anticipated. Because it's bad, because <laughs> yeah. it's a bad movie. <laughs> I should have anticipated it wasn't going to be your thing. But Top Gun Maverick, I genuinely can't fathom why you don't like it still to this day. I mean, I've spent 90 minutes telling you why. Yeah, yeah but I've blocked that out with therapy and whiskey. Now. <laughs> I can't revisit that episode. Well, it's just relentless Tom Cruise propaganda for two hours. Yeah, but every so. Tom Cruise movie is relentless Tom Cruise Not propaganda. to that extent. Not to that. That was a new level. <laughs> you, you do make some valid points, I will say. But it, it didn't ruin my overall enjoyment. Um, did me i still haven't seen the latest mission impossible because of that i was like i'm all tom cruise now i can't i need at least like three years <laughs> you and the rest of the world so many people didn't see the newest mission impossible good we all made the right choice <laughs> oh dear so um but i'm so, like all right i'm do i want to just go into it straight away and ask you where you're at with the incredibles lawrence okay. you lead this one i'm just gonna sit back drink my whiskey okay have a fun time i'll field any questions you ask me okay <laughs> this is just you, gonna you be can... a q a about the incredibles for nathan <laughs> you can you can take the reins on this one nathan's what's in my bag content followed by his incredibles q a um when was the last time you saw the incredibles <laughs> last night okay fuck you you always do this you know what i mean <laughs> Because it's good. It's, it never gets It's old. a stupid joke and I hate it. <laughs> you are. I'm technically giving you the correct answer. I, I know you are and that's what fucking winds me up about it. <laughs> Not my fault you phrased your question poorly, Lawrence. Nathan, okay? besides the most recent viewing, what was the previous time you had sat down to watch The Incredibles? 
Probably like 10 years ago or something. Okay. That, even that might be generous. I don't know. Probably maybe a bit before that. You didn't, you didn't rewatch it before The Incredibles 2? <sighs> nah, I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right. So you, what, what was your opinion before yesterday watching it? Like, was it just something that you saw and you were like, cool? I I I saw it. I quite enjoyed it as a kid. Um, I remember watching it. I remember going to see it actually uh, in two thousand four. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I always remember the the promotion for the movie was that you couldn't buy a fucking Kit Kat without seeing Mister Incredible on it. Like, <laughs> fuck it, we just every time I picked up a Kit Kat, and I was a lot. I was a lot because I was a chunky kid, and I still am. Yeah, um, a Kit Kat chunky. Fucking, like exactly. There's fucking Mr. Incredible all over them. So what they just for some reason specifically Kit Kats? Well, yeah, specific, I think it was because of the red, you know. Ah, oh, that makes incredible. sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I enjoyed it as a kid. It was like, yeah, good fun. Pixar superhero movie, I guess. Um, yeah, it's fine. The first Pixar movie to have human beings as the protagonists i will say i guess that's knowable <laughs> but like i think it's it, kind of uh, cool uh, oh yeah humans how cool no yeah. right but it, it, as from you like, know you know this you know this film company where we get stories about monsters and toys that come to life and all this and bugs and all this exciting stuff now we can see <laughs> some humans that's what we really want i see the point you're getting at but i'm coming at it from the opposite <laughs> point like they'd they'd establish themselves enough to be like you know, we've 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 done all this kind of out there stuff, and the Pixar name carries enough weight that you're going to come and see this without the hook of it being a movie about toys coming to life, a movie about bugs, um, and or fish, yeah, or fish, yeah. So like they it, they didn't need. I mean, I guess they needed a hook because it was superheroes, but like. Mm. Y- Superheroes weren't a thing back then. Like they weren't a massive. Thing. I mean, they very, mu- they very much were. Right, but not like in the movie <laughs> landscape. They weren't like today. No, like superhero wasn't... is a genre. No, yeah, it wasn't the the same as it was today. Yeah. Um, but I'd argue it's dropped off from what it is today, though. Yeah. Um, it and it's also it's not the first time they did humans. Andy, right. Andy's mum. Right, but they're Andy's like, sister. You, have you you ever watched Toy Story one again? What was his name? Sid. Not Buzz. Yes, Sid. Yeah. <laughs> Not Buzz. <laughs> yeah, I had Buzz in my head, but that's the toy. <laughs> I hate it when I watch Toys R Us and get Sid and Buzz confused. <laughs> it really fucks up the plot. Well, they're together for a lot of the movie. <laughs> I mean, it's fair, yeah. Um, no, right. But yeah, they'd done <laughs> humans, but they were always like a secondary. They were always like a, you know, they were the world that the cool stuff was in. Like they were the, they were in the world that the bugs were in and they were the, the kind of the big people that, the, inhabited the world that the toys were in and we focused on the toys and the bugs and the fish and stuff. Boo. Alright, yeah, but still a secondary character, far more focused on the monsters of it all. And I'll give a main character. I, I, yeah, alright, Boo is the closest they came, I will give you that. <laughs> okay. Right, well done, checkmate, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> now can you please tell me what you thought of the fucking Incredibles? What, now? Yeah, fuck it, going now, yeah. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> no, don't you do this. <laughs> you did not come here to talk about the Incredibles, and the sum crux of your point on it is, yeah, it's fine, whatever. It is though. It is. It's. Uh, it's. I'm not. I'm not either one way or the other on this movie. It's just so middle of the road for me. It's like, yeah, it's fine. It's entertaining. I had fun watching it. Right. I'm not. I'm not. At no point. I'm like, 
this is cinema, this is amazing, but at no point am I also like, this is fucking horrible. It's just, yeah, I had fun. It's a good movie. I was entertained for almost two hours. I, so, I, I think, had a good time. I think you're being intentionally middle of the road to rile me up, right? Because you <laughs> you have spoken about Encanto, you have spoken about Moana, you have spoken about um, fucking... I wanted to say House of the Dragon, not House of the Dragon. The other one about how to train your dragon. Yeah. All of which with more enthusiasm than The Incredibles. And The Incredibles, I would argue, is better than all three of those movies. In your opinion. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But come on, give it a fair, give it a fair (laughs) trial. (laughs) But I, but all those movies you just mentioned, to me, they are more exciting and fun and whimsical than, than this. Because maybe it is just a little bit of superhero fatigue, but I'm just like, yeah, it's superheroes. It's like, yeah, all right. I've seen a lot. I, I, there's a lot of superheroes <laughs> about. I just play. I've been playing a fucking game about a superhero for the past, and it's great. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's a lot of it. You know? Do not blame the movie for for like <laughs> the time that we're rewatching it. <laughs> well, I feel. I feel. I think you can't ignore the context of your the current situation, the current landscape that we're in. It's not a crime. It's not a, a bad thing to watch a movie and take into account the current context of the world. Uh, yeah, fair. I, I would I would take a point more if I think it didn't like. Firstly, it wasn't better than most of the superhero movies that are out. Mm, and better uh, than some. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, there are there are amazing ones. Absolutely. Yeah. But like this does like there are good superhero movies and there are good movies, but this is like one that like pushes it being a superhero to the point where it's like narratively relevant all the time. Like the whole movie has this undertone of like, what does it mean to be mediocre? Is being special important or unique? What does it mean to individual people? Like it, 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 it takes like being a superhero and makes it like the whole point of the movie, which like other superhero movies don't. They're just like, I'm a strong person and there's a, there's someone in politics up to no good. Like, they don't put as much care on it being a superhero movie now, I don't think. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it depends which superhero movie, I guess. Yeah, it, like... it does. It does. All right. What, all right. Something that you... Something that if you... If you if you don't like, I think I'll cry. The vibes. All right. That, that's a very broad and non-specific term. You're right. So... You're right, Nathan. Would you like six individual <laughs> points on the vibes? For <sighs> sure, Nathan, a, a direct quote from Mister Incredibles came up in my wife's wedding vows to me. All right, this, this is, this, I've been waiting for this. What did she say? She said I was her greatest adventure. Oh, whenever my head. <laughs> <laughs> You're just asleep in the back of the ceremony. <laughs> I was in the front row. Thank you. I held, I held, I held the rings. I was up there with you, actually. Yeah, you. <laughs> I had the rings. Yeah, you. I, a, a memory is stuck in my mind of you coming over, and you were the first person to congratulate me. So I will. Oh, say, I will say that mid ceremony. At least you woke up for that. <laughs> yeah, I was fully awake. Um, right. In terms of like the like the vibes of it, the basic thing I can say is like it's like I think Brad Bird has like a real unique vision for the world. Like it's it's you know in, you know that you know that show Gotham. You have to go with me here, all right? I'm not going to stay on Gotham for long. <laughs> where the fuck is this guy? <laughs> right, Gotham has they, this kind of vibe to it where like, it could be the 70s, it could be the 20s. It could be, like, it, it's designed to be, like, this is kind of any time period you want it to take place in. Like, the... Okay, it's I get all, what you're saying. They have, yeah. like, rotary phones, but they've also got mobile phones. Like, it, it's kind of all over the shop. 
Like Batman the Animated Series too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. probably a much better example. Than probably Gotham. would have been a much better example than Gotham. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that show no one watched. I, I saw it for like two seasons and it was fine, and then it just got ridiculous. And I was like, I got to check out of this. And also, like by the time Batman is old enough to fight them, they're all going to be like ninety years old. Yeah. Um, but like I, it it does that. The Incredibles does that, where it's like sometimes like on a TV, it has like the picture quality and of like a 50s TV set, it's very modern meets the kind of 50s, early 60s. Retro Art Deco kind of vibe. It feels very it's like very that. Yeah, it's very, it's very Art Deco, very like 60s inspired. Mm. Um, I, I, I feel like it mostly sticks to that though. I, I never get a sense of it being modern until like, you know, there's a big computer which is an entire room i guess <laughs> well there's there's that and then it's like the, the city is a modern feel like people have gadgets that are like way beyond 60s capability you said about the 60s it, 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 it has this very like connery bond feel with the score and everything else and like the the big evil lair the kind of like the 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 jungle locations all this kind of big white open room spaces and these silly big computers what do you make of all that stuff? And the music, I guess. Mr. Incredible, at first, anyway, did feel, in, like, the 60s bit, did feel more like a spy than a superhero. Yeah, I think so. Like, with a car and everything. Yeah, you're right. Because he's, he's got, like, the little tracking dot thing on his car. That's very James yeah. Bond-ish. Yeah. I quite like all of that. And the interviews. I like that, like, all the, the interviews are there, and they're all kind of, like, describing their life as superheroes, and they're all kind of, they've got this kind of up-their-own-ass James Bond attitude. It, it's fun. I like it. I like the opening. It's a good bit of fun. I like Bon Voyage. That's pretty fun. <laughs> bon Voyage is brilliant. Yeah. I've Since, like, the moment I saw this film, I've always had just the line, ha, 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 must you quiet up? Just stuck in my head. Yeah. It's just it's just permanently there. I'll say it every now and again. It's just it's just part of me now. I, so. I find a lot of... I mean, the, the no capes thing. This movie is very quotable. It does do that very well, I think. Yeah, like, sure. for example, in my wedding vows, <laughs> which you were asleep for. If you say so. <laughs> All right, what do you think of the music? Uh, it's good, yeah, it's pretty good. Mike. I've, I've been humming a few riffs today into the... That's a banger. That is an absolute yeah. banger. I think it's... It's, it's been mostly that, to be honest. <laughs> That's just the theme. <laughs> like, the, yeah. the the whole, like, underscore of it all. There, there are the big moments, obviously. But, like, I don't know. I just think Michael Giacchino, like, he captures, a, a like, an essence. Like, he, he does perfectly embody that kind of 60s vibe that is very... He's good. I like Michael Giacchino. I've, lo I've long said, in my... The way I see it, he is heir apparent to John Williams. He's yeah. the next in line, I think. And I think he's, out of all the working composers we have today, I, I personally prefer Michael Giacchino out of the rest of the bunch. I, I, I'd take that as well. I think that's there's definitely something to that because like i feel like he gets he gets looked down on because he did a lot of like he did the spider-mens and stuff and like people are like oh anyone that does he anything spider-man yeah he did, he not did um he did he did all the the home spider-men the tom holland ones. oh mcu spider-man yeah right. i think raimi spider-man was danny elfman i think it course. was yeah. <laughs> yeah it was and um mark webb was uh hans zimmer Yes, and I want to say it's either in this or Batman v Superman that Junkie XL was on one of them. Junkie XL was Batman v Superman, I think. I might be right. Maybe there's definitely like a dubstepy thing that happened in Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? There is some dubstep in Amazing Spider-Man 2, yeah. Weird. 
But I, f- I feel like Michael Giacchino does like he he does often get dismissed, but I think he's like a complete fucking chameleon. Like he just his musical style changes to whatever the vibe of the film. Like he really can just pull off different things. Whereas like you can always point out a Hans Zimmer score, and they're good. But like you can always point it and go, I know that's Hans Zimmer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe that's what some people want. But for me, I'm like I'd rather the music rather than being recognizable. I'd rather it just complement the film. And I think this score is like i don't know it's but like it's i often say like sometimes i'll put like a film score on if i'm like working to try and get some like i don't know just a bit of concentration but i can't put this one on because it just gets me fucking like amped like i start being like da, 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 da. it's great good mm. music i think yeah i guess this one particular moment that is like it's the moment dash realizes he can run on water yeah and that i, I don't know i just fucking that moment where he like like ducks and then, like, you hear that little kind of... It's, it's like a... I don't even know what, like, instrument it would be, but it's, like, a very delicate, like... For, like, his toes running on the water kind of thing. And then he does... He does the, the Whoever voices Dash, they do, like, a little giggle. And then it just goes... Da, 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 and it goes into this big action set piece. And every single time, without fail, I just get... It just gets me fucking amped. <laughs> You know the bit I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. All right. Tell me it's not a moment that you're like, mm, that's like, just make. All right. It. It's not a moment. <laughs> I'm like, mm. <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't have to lie for me, Nate. <laughs> because like, look, I, I, I appreciate this movie means a lot to you. <laughs> I know you. I know you love it, but it's just not the same for me. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm trying to downplay. I'm trying to play it cool, and I'm just like. When I'm I'm saying these things and you're just like yeah I'm just like oh it's killing me inside. <laughs> it's good <laughs> like it's it's fun but it's just I don't have the same <laughs> love or nostalgia for it that you do like I like it don't get me wrong but yeah. when when I was watching that scene I was like yeah sure it's good but I'm not like <laughs> oh yes disco dash you know I'm just like sure like I'll be honest with you. Didn't even make like a, that was not a noteworthy moment for me at all. Oh, you're, when I was you're nuts! The movie. No, it's a fucking, like, it's a brilliant moment, right? He he runs the fastest he's ever ran before, and he's like it, that little giggle yeah. right before the music kicks in. It just it transports me to another realm, Nathan. It is so good. I preferred seeing him um, when he was a fucking powering the boat, which was his mum. That would. <laughs> His mumbo, <laughs> his mumbo, yeah. That actually, that will that will take me on to another point quite nicely, which I'll I'll, I'll get back to the vibes because I have one more note on the vibes. Uh, <laughs> We're still on the fucking vibe. Finish the vibes. I want to get all right, the vibes. I'll finish the vibes. All right, all right. The the color palette of the movie is very very interesting. I think like it. it right. <laughs> Stop pulling faces. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nathan. You're in my house now. We're talking about the Incredibles. <laughs> I'm in my own house actually. <laughs> all right, like. The I just find it really really cool, um, and maybe this is a simple thing, and I'm probably blowing smoke up like very simple color theory work, but I just think it's a cool little detail. But like the kind of the the start of the movie has this kind of timeless. I mean, the, the whole movie does, but specifically the opening, like you said, it feels very kind of spy esque, like very sixties, very retro, very like silhouettes against roofs and stuff, and it feels very like it feels very timeless. And then, like, we out of that kind of color palette, we, like, transition into the 15 years later bit where, like, Bob is working in an office. It's all muted and gray and, like, a bit 
kind of miserable because he like can't fully be himself he has to actually hide exactly who he is um and then his home life is like a little bit brighter because he can kind of like let his hair down a bit the kids can use their powers but like it's still very much like it doesn't feel very bright and colorful it's just a little bit brighter than the office space so it's still like a limitation on like him being himself and like i say specifically bob because he's the main one that wants to use his powers helen's quite content to be like i'm actually kind of chill without doing this and then like the like all the like the jungle stuff when he can like he's literally going places as mr incredible he's working full-time under the name mr incredible rather than like bob it's like completely bright and then like when it returns to the city later on the same place that was like gray and miserable when all the superheroes are like fighting the big thing the city is much more vibrant than it was in the kind of opening of the movie so it's like i don't know it, i feel like the color palette goes full circle to communicate like where the characters are with what the movie is saying uh, yeah, that one makes sense to me. Didn't notice it while watching the movie, but now you're saying it. Yeah, sure, that that makes sense. Well, well yeah. I, I, I don't think Pretty it's cool. something that's like mainly to be noticed. It's kind of like, it, like I said, it, I think it is very simple color stuff. <laughs> like it does make sense that like, you know, if someone's feeling gloomy, that it shouldn't be like bright sunshine outside. That wouldn't make sense. Um, yeah. But yeah. All right. What 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 were you moving on to? The boat, boat mum. Well, I, you was. <laughs> yeah, but you raised it. I was. I just want, <laughs> yeah, I, but then that brought up a new point for you. I know, but I'm giving you some airtime. I don't want to just gas this whole fucking podcast. <laughs> it's going to get to the end. I'll just read my long list of notes, and then Nathan's going to be like, and I thought it was cool. <laughs> That's Pretty it. much. Right, the, um, the, yeah, the boat thing, it kind of leads on to uh, another conversation, um, which is like, I don't know, I think... We kind of spoke about it a little bit, how I think this movie does superheroes in like a creative way that incorporates them into the plot and their powers are relevant and they make sense for their who their characters are. Um, but I don't know, I think they're... Firstly, Helen becoming like a parachute and Helen becoming a boat. It, that's all stuff that like... I don't know, I just feel like we've seen stretchy people in movies before and I don't think it gets this creative and hasn't been... This hasn't been topped in almost 20 years, I think. Um. Yes, uh, it's, it's tricky because we're talking movies, and yeah, sure. Oh but, yeah. yeah, comics. No, I'm not including the comics. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, because because sure. the Incredibles, as far as I know, doesn't have a comic. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just. Yeah. All right. Well, let, in terms of how it like relates to their characters, I think it's all like, it, it's all quite telling like again this is really basic stuff so like i'm not gonna get i don't it. even think there was any movies with other stretchy people out when this came out when was fantastic four knocking about when was that i think it was 2005 wasn't it uh you may be right yeah and silver surfer was 2007 maybe yeah all right well yeah, then th so. that makes it worse they had the blueprint of how to do this cool stuff and then they were just like what if long arms and what if we freeze you because you're rubber but you're not actually made of rubber <laughs> i'm not here defending fantastic four mate <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I just think it's like it's it it weaves these things in in a very natural mm. way. Like fucking, they have to like steal a jet and like, but they need to have the kids come along. So they have to. Mrs. Incredible has to stretch through a loop and hold a and hold like a, a caravan up or something. And it's like I don't know. It's just fucking. It's very cool. It's all done creatively. I think. Yeah, I I will say the boat is very creative. That was it was very cool. I always loved Fantastic Four 
uh, comics and the the animated show whenever Mr. Fantastic would just do something fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like or like the Lego games when he just like turned himself into a fucking screwdriver so we could fix a puzzle <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. I love all that shit. Just give me that all day long. Right? It's it's perfect, right? Because they, they can do anything. Like yeah. and they all they all get like a good little chance to show it off, I think. Like Violet, I think, has the um well it's kind of Violet and Dash share the scene, but like Mrs. Incredible, like, infiltrating the evil lair. Like, she gets, like, her half her torso gets stuck in another room. Uh, and, she, oh, yes. and she has to use some, like, mirrors in <laughs> that scene. That scene. <laughs> the infamous the, scene. The infamous scene. The scene which I think uh, where the phrase built like a Pixar mom <laughs> has come from, I believe. <laughs> the quote-unquote dummy fix scene. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know quite what to say about how informative this movie was on my childhood, but like, well, okay, we'll leave it there. Let's just say I watched this when I was younger. Okay, <laughs> but um, like that scene in itself is like, like yeah, this would happen, right? If you're stretching about the whole room, it's it's likely that a sliding door is going to catch you every once in a while, and you've still got to kind of handle that and maneuver that, and then like. I don't know, just little things where, like, Mr. Incredible stealths in. to Oh, no, Mrs. Incredible stealths in. But then, like, when Mr. Incredible goes in through the same door, he just, like, fucking throws a carriage at them, at the guards. Yeah. And it's just, like, I don't know. I just think But he still does it stealthily. He throws a carriage stealthily. Yeah, as, as, stealth, as stealthily as one can when throwing a yeah. vehicle at someone. Yeah. Well, he goes unnoticed somehow. So. It's true, yeah. I think he, he uses the strength yeah. as, like, a distraction, I guess. In, in some yeah. other way. Um, but no, I think, like, it's mm. it, it's very, very cool. I think, like, it, it works itself into the plot. I think, like, the movie obviously has some stuff to say about, like, Mr. Incredible's superpower is strength, but he's probably, like, mentally the weakest of his entire family. Like, yeah. just head stuck in the past, terrified of being irrelevant, and also, as he learns later on, kind of, the reason he's embarked on this solo, I want the glory for myself, is probably born out of a desire that he couldn't bear to see his family in any danger. Um, yeah. And that's that's all very interesting. I like the idea that the strongest person is actually the weakest. Um, just kind of like a nice subversion, which I think also you get with like... Because there's a, there's a part where the movie feels like it's very gearing into like this kind of 50s the housewife stays at home the man goes out and makes the money kind of like era of of the 50s and that kind of general idea that was kind of i guess just widely accepted back then um yeah but then it does like with the mr incredible being weaker it spins it on its head like he he goes in like like the big macho man and immediately fucks the job up like he immediately gets caught and then Mrs. Incredible has to come in and like much more sensibly save the day, and I, I I love all of that stuff. It's very cool. I really like the um the plane sequence. Oh yeah, the the whole you know with with uh, Helen and and the kids like flying to the island to try like rescue. Well, not rescue at that point, just to see what what's going on. Um, that is probably the best scene in the movie for me. Yeah, I'd agree. Really, yeah. it's 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 the moment where it's like it's the most tense, it's the most gripping, it's really quite fucking emotional at times. Just the the fucking desperation in her voice when she says there's children aboard and you know trying to dodge the missiles and everything like that. Really, really intense. I like that scene quite a lot. Mm. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, then the last point you're like, that's pretty good, implying the rest of the movie is like, eh, the rest is ass. <laughs> It's, it's all fine. <laughs> no, it's it, yeah. No, I, that's probably one of my favourite scenes as well. Um, I, yeah, you're right. The desperation, then like Mister mm-hmm. Incredible, hearing it and being absolutely yeah. like this massive hulking man being completely unable to do anything. Um, yeah. As he essentially, what he thinks is basically listens to his family die. Um, yeah. And just like that shock when she says like that 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 line always sticks with me with there are children aboard this plane and then like just the way he's like no <laughs> it just gets very intense very quickly. Um, I will say this, all right, Edna Mode. Yeah, I respect your game. <laughs> all right. Yeah, those costumes are dead, man. Are you fucking deluded? Dead, man. You dead. are nuts. Both. Both. Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl's original costume are so much better than the fucking red jumpsuit with the little pants and everything. I will say that Elastigirl's first costume is better. Mr. Incredible's is so much better. The black and the blue? Are you kidding me? They're a family unit, Not just this little fucking red jumpsuit. They're a family unit and they get put in a... they, they, You know, they all get their own little onesies, right, which are the same colour because they're a team. Well, make them look good. <laughs> they can still be a team. They're, Just make them look good. Nathan, in the opening, they're not on the same page, and they have to learn to come together. The first moment you see them all suited well, up in the same shot saying, is the moment where they come saying, together. Everything you're saying is themes and bullshit and doesn't explain why the suits look bad. They don't look all bad. Right? They look great. They look very cool. They look bad. They look bad. Awful. They are Too iconic. They are very Too much good. red. Not iconic at all. I think they're iconic. It's too much red. <laughs> there is a lot of red. I'll give you that. But they look <laughs> yeah. good. Red's a cool color. I don't like them. <laughs> I think it's. Um, I think they're quite unique and quite cool. How were they? How is a red jumpsuit unique? It's right, because it's you know. Other look su- at literally any other superhero. No, they've all got blue. They've all got blue is the coward's color. They've all got a splash of blue in there. <laughs> Superman, Spider Man. Why is it with you and blue? Why do you hate blue so much? I don't hate blue. I just like red. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Incredibles like themes, it. and we're like, you're like, why do you hate blue? <laughs> I don't. I don't like them, man. I think they're good costumes. I think they're very good, I and I think they all look very cool. I, they're 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 fine for what they are, but not a patch on the original costumes. Do you have a favorite costume? Can be Mr. Incredibles original. His original costume. Yeah. You're not a fan of Syndrome's costume. No, not really. Do you not like it? Big, like, sweeping S? Looks cool. No, it's a bit bland. Ah, I think you're wrong. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But you are entitled to your opinion. I understand I'm very precious about this film. (laughs) Yeah, I think we can see that. (laughs) You is is something. You've always said that, like, you like the, like, um, I think you mentioned this during our episode on The Flash, that you like the, the... ridiculous to call the kid fucking dash but <laughs> before you, they knew as well yeah you like that um dash isn't like you know like super fast or whatever like he's he's there's there's some groundedness to the speed i guess is what you say yeah i think there is i think he's like he's fast enough to <clears throat> like i mean he literally runs on water that's fast enough right he's out yeah. running anyone he's he is basically on par with some sort of like jet speeder type thing. 
which is what you see in the movie. I don't know what they're called. What are those kind of things? I think you're I think you're wrong. What got because on? in like the beginning of the movie, he moves fast enough to be able to put a tack on his teacher's chair in and like no one in the classroom can see it. So if he's able to move fast enough that he's not perceptible to the human eye, mm. then it's pretty fucking fast. Right, he's fast, but he, that is perceptible to the eye. The whole point that he's in the principal's office is because you can tell. You, you can tell within a flicker. Yeah. You can see a... Yeah. But you, ca you can't really see. Right, but... That and the whole point of that is that, like, the head teacher can't see, and sure... <laughs> Helen probably can see, but she's just like, no, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. She's so like, playing it coy. Yeah, right. I and I, I do take your point, but like, that's a, a split second burst of exhaustion, right? In in the scene I'm talking about, he's tired and has been sprinting for most of the movie. <laughs> like he's he's fucking exhausted and he's been fighting people. Well, then it should do better. Right. <laughs> Get quicker, Dash. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think, right, I think from like a story point of view, it's more interesting, right? Because the, f like, if, if, if you're, if you're working it's more with more like interesting for the character with super speed to be slow. Not slow. In what world is he slow? I don't think he's slow. I just think he's not as fucking like, he can't fucking get, run into a different dimension or something. Like that stuff is insanely like overpowered solves most problems but also allows mm. like the only kind of perspective you can get when someone is that quick is their own perspective and it you get this slowed down kind of thing which has been like people's favorite way of shooting it for like i don't know 15 years or whatever but with this you get like you can see like fucking like speeders like kind of operating parallel with him you can see they can see him. He's just as quick as a fucking very fast car. Like, he, it, I think it just, it's more interesting that they can see the threat. They can see what they're chasing. It's not just like, oh, he's gone. Because there's one person mm. in the family that can already turn invisible. So if Dash was that quick that he just got himself out of every problem immediately by running to the other side of the fucking globe, like, it's just boring, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't tell if you agree with me or not? <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> There was a question, but like, That was an intonation of a question. But, like, you was framing that whole point as if, like, it was like a comeback at me, and I honestly can't even remember why. <laughs> no, but, like, you said it's not as interesting for, like, him to be slow, a super a speedster to be slow. Well, he's not slow, is he? I think he's about the same speed, maybe just a bit slower than, uh, is it Makari in Eternals? Yeah. And I think that was like we we praised that that was more interesting because you can see that was yeah everything that was going more interesting. On. yeah but yeah I think that's cool and I like his power I like Violet's power <laughs> how it's like born out of a kind of an insecurity and like a ad why why do people say this is like the best Fantastic Four movie when it's not really a Fantastic Four movie yeah I think it's mostly the it, it, there's four members, they're a family, and one of them can stretch. I never really got that comparison. And one of them either. can turn invisible. Yeah, yeah. and that's, but that's true, it. Yeah. So, fucking hell, Brad. But that's it. Like, there's not a rock person. No, there's not a rock person. There's not a fire person. Well, that's kind the of a fire person. The baby's a fire person. Yeah. And the baby does fire. Yeah. I don't know. I, I never really understood that comparison. I think it's just because it's a team of four superheroes, basically. Oh, and yeah. and Fantastic Four, they always get called Marvel's first family. So, and I guess... Yeah people saw an actual family and they were like, oh, like the Fantastic Four. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Violet's power, like, it, it, this kind of insecurity that mm. she has, it's 
she's very good at turning invisible. She has no power. She has no issue mastering that level of her abilities. But the force field is the one she yeah. struggles with. I like, yeah, kind of what all that means. Obviously, she's until she doesn't struggle with it. But right, but I don't. I think she. When, when does it first manifest? When is the first time she can properly do a force field? Like when they're about to get shot. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, my my point is like I'm from like a thematic point of view. She finds it very easy to turn invisible. Yeah, it's being facetious. It is quite cool. Yeah, and then like the the reason she struggles with the fucking obviously the force field is because that's more of an offensive protection. Like it's no right. <laughs> I think it's very much defense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a shield. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the one that forces her to confront it, right? The invisibility she can run, she can disappear from and hide from the situation. The force field is very much like yes. a resilient standing ground. Is my point? Okay. Yeah, All right. I shouldn't have said saying. offensive and defensive. Right? I get <laughs> yeah. how that <laughs> weakened <Okay>. my argument. <laughs> um, but no, well, we've done superpowers. I, don't, I I can't talk about superpowers anymore. Uh, what do you what what what's interesting to you? What do you want to talk about? Uh, Samuel Jackson's pretty cool. Yeah, he's very cool. I will say. Yeah, I um... like obviously the iconic super suit scene is very fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I like that a lot. Uh, it seems like his wife is actually called Honey as well. Yes, yeah, she's called Honey. Yeah, yeah. which is quite cool because I um what I actually did was as soon as I finished watching this last night, I went, I'm gonna watch the second one. Oh, you should and have then, done uh, that. And then I did. And uh, I watched, well, I watched like the first half an hour of the second one anyway, um, because it like picks up immediately where the first one leaves off. Yeah. Um, and it was quite cool. Yeah. And there's a moment where like Helen says like, like say hi to Honey for us or something like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's her actual name. Um, mm. I, I do, I don't know. I think <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's got a few good moments in this. I like the, um, He's like, like, super ladies always be trying to give you, (laughs) tell you their secret identity. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. I don't know, it's just really amusing. Um, I I I think the whole cast is great. What what was he said? I don't want to know your your mild man adultery. What is it, like the Superman thing? (laughs) That's very funny. It's very good. It's very cool. I like in that interview as well. I like that Mr. Incredible is just like fumbling his mic and moving around, and you can just hear him being like, "Can you sit? Can you sit down, please?" <laughs> yeah. Um, I like I like the whole cast. I think I think like I don't know. I think they're very very fan. I, I think they're very very like fitting. Um, Craig T. Nelson is like a great um Mr. Incredible. I think he was gonna be. I might be wrong, but I think he was like one of the original choices for Jay in Modern Family. Craig T. Nelson. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. But then it went to—is it Ed O'Neill? Ed Neil? Maybe. Yeah, you've got Holly Hunter with like Holly Hunter's got one of them voices that is just instant. You know her immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This is very good. She shows up to drink Lex Luthor's piss or something in Batman v Superman. <laughs> she does. Yeah. Um, and she jo- shows up to drink his piss and then gets immediately blown up. Yeah. So what a waste of Holly Hunter, man. She is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, she's also in succession. You don't make piss and then drink piss or something, Lex Luthor. Now I'm going to drink this piss and die. <laughs> oh, no, this is piss. <laughs> I need to get out of here before before I get piss-bombed or something. Brad Bird, do the voice of Edna. Brad Bird is indeed Edna mode, yeah. That's pretty fun. That is very fun. I do enjoy that. Um, there's videos of him voicing it where it's like mm. it's funny because Brad Bird himself is like a really mild-mannered kind of meek guy. 
who's very like reserved yeah. and then he does edna and he just become he he does all the like the mannerisms of edna it's ridiculous watching him perform <laughs> that um and jason lee you go on uh, jason lee is a person i do not know i just got the cast name but he's syndrome but i think he does a very very good hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Syndrome. Jason, I know Jason Lee. Who do I know Jason Lee from? Who's Jason Lee? Oh, he's, um, he's Earl from My Name is Earl. I can't say I've ever seen My Name is Earl. You know what's My Name is Earl? What, good show. what is My Name is Earl? My Name is Earl is a sitcom from around about like 2004, 2005, maybe a little bit later. It's about a guy who... Um, was called Earl. He was, well, he was called Earl. Fuck he still yeah. is, probably. Um, but he's a guy who did a lot of bad shit, and then he like... He did a lot of bad shit, and then he something bad happened to him, and he, and he felt like it was karma. And um, he, he's, it's, it's all about karma, basically. And he then won the lottery. Oh. And now he uses the lottery winnings trying to be a better person and to make... And he, he basically makes a big list, like like a hundred things he needs to do to right all the wrongs of his like life. And the the show is just basically him going through the list, it, basically. It does sound wholesome, but it's wrongs. very easy to be a good person when you're sitting on like 20 million in the bank, isn't it? It's not that much. It's like 100 grand. Okay, yeah, all right. That's a bit yeah. more. Yeah he, can't, yeah, he can't go and buy like a whole village houses or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That does sound pretty cool, to be fair. Was that your recommendation for this week? No, it's not. I don't but mind. I can, pour, I can pick it up and pour it over in the edit. <laughs> no. I'll just do a big cough and we'll just move on like nothing happened. He's also in More Rats as well. Nathan, what is that? <laughs> it's a Kevin Smith movie. Okay. <laughs> We've done too much Kevin Smith chat recently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, <clears throat> cast-wise, um, I think the... I, I don't know who plays the kids. I, I, I know that Violet stays on for two movies, but Dash, Dash's voice actor changes... Oh really? Yeah, Dad, didn't even know it's when I watched yeah, this. No, it, it's it's phenomenal. The, the, like it's mm. obviously it's an impersonation in the second one, but the I think they actually had like a young boy play Dash, and then obviously by the time the second one rolled around, he's like a grown man, and it's like I can't do. Hello, that I am Dash. <laughs> yeah. Dad, help me with my homework. <laughs> you said something interesting when I said I watched the second one. You said, "Oh, you shouldn't have done that," or whatever. Maybe maybe this is where the nostalgia point does. It does yeah. kind of dawn on me because I, 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 
I, I was so excited. It's to watch not the, the one I watched as a kid. No, but therefore I, I don't like it. I think <laughs> I think it's I think it's as good as most of the stuff Pixar is making today. But I hold The Incredibles to like. This sounds so knobby, but like I do hold it to a higher standard because I do think it is better. Like. I feel, I feel like you hold it to an impossibly high standard. Yeah, personally. you're right. I do. I, the, the Incredibles two was never going to meet the Incredibles for me, but I, yeah. I also think like it dropped so many of the things that made like the first one interesting. Like I just, it, it, I think they're both about the same quality. See, this is they're this is like your insane okay. take that I just can't. Fa- this is like the Mason thing. All in- of the Jurassic Parks are the same quality as well. I, I, you know what? He's mostly no. Right he's not. <laughs> He's, mostly, he's not you're both insane he's mostly right um and the, the incredibles and the incredibles too are pretty much the same they're both good they're both fun it's hard it's hard to clap back at you when you say they're both good because <laughs> like what am i arguing with here <laughs> they're both pretty okay not right now you've hit a nerve all right the first the incredibles is brilliant and i think the second one it's a it's a great movie it's a good fun enjoyable movie but i just think it lacks that like i don't know like uniqueness that the first one had maybe that's because it came out like i think it's interesting you saying about kind of holding it with the context of today i think maybe that's why the incredibles 2 hits less for me than the incredibles the first one i'll be honest i really wasn't listening to what you just said there because (laughs) i was thinking about the jurassic park movies because of what you said and like yeah, like the first one is obviously the best, yeah. but like after that, they're all about the same. I think. I don't think so. I mean, right after, uh, I guess after the first one, yeah. I think the main insanity of Mason's take is that the first one gets lumped in with like the newer Jurassic World movies. I mean, I would much rather watch Jurassic World's whatever the last one was called than Jurassic Park because I'm me personally, I'm gonna have much more fun. Yeah, watching. Chris Pine, no Chris Hems. One of the Chris's. One of the. I'm gonna have fun watching a Chris. All right, <laughs> a guy named Chris Pratt is Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, Pratt being chased. Being, yes, being chased through the streets of like Budapest or whatever by a fucking dinosaur on a mo. He's on the motorbike, not the dinosaur. Yeah. But like being chased by a motorbike. No, being chased by a dinosaur while he's on a motorbike. Like. That's that's more like I get that like from a technical standpoint and the themes or whatever and Jurassic Park is the better well made movie yeah blah 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 all that bullshit yeah yeah right yeah. but <laughs> I'm just gonna have more fun watching dinosaurs chase and eat people and all that bullshit you don't like you don't like that bit where Sam Neill leans on a dinosaur and it looks like he's doing something naughty to it it doesn't look like he's doing anything naughty to it it's just a funny little thing it's this little little up and down motion no you're you're put you're you're putting down something which isn't there. Um, <laughs> no, I, you've, you've like, and that's the thing. You're in. You are. You are entitled to like whatever you like. I. You, I think you are right. Like, I do think Jurassic Park is the better made movie. But like, I. It, it's the same thing as I don't know. I guess I really like the first Star Wars movie, but I'd much rather watch The Force Awakens than Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I, and that that to some people is also an insane take, but I just enjoy it more. I mean. They're mostly the same anyway. So I mean, yeah, they <laughs> they virtually very are. similar. Yeah, but you know, in your one, dinosaurs, dinosaurs, like it's fucking. <laughs> yeah. I do love that. I've never been able to forget it. And one of our friends, uh, Garrett, who's who's been on the podcast as well, he pointed it out. When? Tell me when. The no, Assassin's Creed episode. Yes, I know. I know. I know. He, I'm aware. You surprised me with him. Um, but he said, he he said he loves the bit in uh, in in the Force Awakens. Where he goes, <laughs> this was the Death Star. 
This is the much bigger, scarier Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's very true. <laughs> Nathan, let's talk about Syndrome. Oh, for fuck's sake, we're not done. We're not okay. done. <laughs> not done. I won't take up too much of your evening, I promise. <laughs> but we're not done. I'm, there's no way I'm not saying a word about Syndrome in this episode. So Syndrome's a little boy. Yes. He's called like Buddy or Bobby or some shit. He's called Buddy, yes. Or is he not called Buddy? Uh, Well, Mr. Incredible calls him Buddy, and then it's the same as the honey thing. He's called Buddy by pure coincidence, and then his name happens to be Buddy. But doesn't he say, my name's not Buddy? Yeah, he says, my name's Incrediboy, but I don't think he's birth certificate. No, 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 like when he's an adult, doesn't he say, my name's not Buddy? Yeah, but that's I think he's like my name's not Buddy. It's it's syndrome or something. Like it's it's a defiance of like him being a young kid rather than like that's not my legal name. Oh, okay. I I thought you were saying that's not his name. All right. Much like the um, Tintings before him. Yes, exactly. Um. Yeah, so he's a little boy. Yeah, he he m- makes himself out to be. Mister Incredible sidekick, mm-hmm. or whatever, which is a bold claim. I feel like you can't just like. You can't just make... I mean, he's a kid, but, like, you can't just make yourself a sidekick. Like, Robin didn't just show up at the fucking... At the Batcave and was like, I'm here. I'm Batboy. Let's go fight crime. Yeah. You know? I... Like... I do. Yeah, it is a bold claim, but then I think, like, it... it They, they, they meet each other at, like, the worst points in their lives, right? Because Buddy is... He's, he's made fucking... He's a child that's made rocket boots, Right? And he's obviously yeah, a moron, but he's made cool rocket boots, and he has like these gadgets and these trackers and stuff. Yeah, right. He's ob- and you see it later on, right? He's a fucking genius. Like te- technically, he's fucking incredibly smart. I mean, he's an idiot. Uh, yeah, he's a fuck. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's, he's socially, he's a fucking moron, right? But that's the thing. He who's, obviously needs a mentor. Who's buying that as well? Like when when he like punches the robot and then it takes like fucking 3 hours for the arms to come off as well like <laughs> and he's like touching all his buttons before he does anything like who's buying this shit man come on do you mean do you mean like believing it or actually buying his inventions cuz his plan is no, to like, sell who's, them no uh, no who's believing it like oh. is, isn't his plan to be like oh they love me i'm a superhero or whatever yes yeah i mean that very quick i mean I, I would take the criticism more if it didn't immediately not work. Like, because he just gets fucked. He gets twatted into a building for most of the movie. Yeah, but even before it doesn't work, he's, it's still like, it's just not believable. At all. It's not believable, but I would still thank the man that was seemingly in charge of dismantling this robot. Even if I could tell it was a, a bullshit ploy, I'd be like, or oh, at least it's not hurtling towards my family anymore. Not me. I'd see his controller and I'd be like, you'd fly up and that. meet him and you'd be like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> young young man. <laughs> Listen, young sir. Firstly, let's talk about this quiff, right? Because it's extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, I, I, I love... I like the character. I think it's, like... It's a very interesting character that's very, like... He has this, like, defiance against being super. Like, he's very aware that he is, by superhero standards, not in the same ballpark, not in the same league, and he's self-conscious of it in the same way that like Mr. Incredible is conscious about sharing the kind of the spotlight with anyone else. Like he's very, I'm, I'm the best. I'm, I'm the biggest, I'm the baddest. I defeat all the, the baddest guys or whatever. Like, and I just think that like, it's super interesting that, that Mr. Incredible rejects him in the, the harsh way that he does. Mm. And then like some five minutes later in the movie, the rest of the world then goes, we actually don't like you as well. And then he like 
ta- he tastes his own medicine. He gets rejected in the same way that he just rejected Buddy, and he fucking they both crash right yet yeah. <laughs> mr incredible doesn't turn into a murderer but they both f- have a massive falling out from being rejected um, yeah and I, I, ju- I just really really i don't know i think it's it's super interesting that it's he kind of le- syndrome goes on to learn all the lessons from mr incredible is that he's not special so he has to find a way to be special and he's he doesn't rely on others he works alone not everyone can be super and he takes all of that stuff to a i don't know like a a level of twisting mr incredible's words back on him and he the desire to be admired and seen as above other people is ultimately like that's all that all comes from mr incredible because he had an ego and he was kind of left he got killed by a baby (laughs) yeah exactly he got killed (laughs) by a super baby which is he got murked by a baby (laughs) i always i always remember um i always thought it was weird that like because I remember, I remember when I was watching the second movie in the cinema, and they were like, "Oh, Jack Jack doesn't have any powers." I was like, "You saw him? What the fuck? You saw him in the movie?" But then, I, when I was watching the end of this, I was like, "Oh no, I guess they didn't." Because it was like, it's quite far away and shit, and they don't know what's going on. I think they're like, they, they make a point of being like, "What's going on up there?" And he's like, "I can't see." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they didn't. But he, he like has every power or something, I guess. Yeah, I, they they really wrote themselves into a box with that. I think. Like, cause he, I know I remember him getting like very big in the second one. Um, he's like a yeah, big he baby. Might do. I haven't seen the second one in a while. I know that. No, I, I watched like half an hour of it yesterday, but then I know that there's like a five minute scene where he just fights a raccoon. <gasps> oh yeah, there was, wasn't it? Because... <laughs> yeah, <I remember. laughs> that's very funny because he's watching the TV and he sees like a robber with one of the old domino masks. Yeah. On. <laughs> And then he sees a raccoon. He's like, "Oh, it's a robber. I need to go kill him." <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a superhero after all. I better go fucking eviscerate him. Oh, I remember that being very funny. I'm gonna watch the rest of that tonight. It's yeah, like it's it's. it's I don't know. I maybe I do hold the Incredibles too high. Uh, in- also, looks better. I mean, of course it does, right? But <laughs> fuck off with the. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> But that is also not to say but like, you watch but them like, both back to back, right? It, I don't think there's a jarring difference. There's a difference. I don't think it's there's awful. there's a notice there's a noticeable difference, like because they like redo like some of the ending scenes, and I was like, "Fuck me, this looks amazing." Yeah, I don't like, remember this being four K. <laughs> it looked like shit a second ago. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it is true. Um, I don't know. Any, <clears throat> anything else you wanna you wanna go through? Any wanna anything you wanna talk about? Uh, did you watch Jack Jack Attack? I didn't watch Jack Jack Attack, no. Fake fan. <laughs> it's very not true. <laughs> if this podcast has established anything, I'm almost obsessively too much of a fan. <laughs> it's true. I also didn't watch it, but I have seen it before. And like probably even like 15 years ago. But <laughs> I remember seeing it on a DVD at one point. Oh, wow. It was very fun. <laughs> yeah. With, what's, the, uh, what's the short before this one? Oh, I don't know. I watched it on Disney Plus. Yeah, so did I. So I couldn't tell you. There wasn't one. Damn. <laughs> there wasn't one on Disney Plus. Um, I'll look that up. Actually, was it? It wasn't the little band one, was it? There's a band one. You no, know, the one man band one. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, short bounding is a in the American North a lamb's elegant dance. I was a dancing lamb. I have no memory of this whatsoever. I can't say. Yeah, I there you that. go. 
It's a dancing sheep. You like the one with the um, where the the, the guy's mum is a bow bun or something? Oh, that was um, that was Incredibles too, wasn't it? I think it was actually. Yeah, yeah, that was Incredibles too. Yeah, I found I a way like to make that. it cohesive. <laughs> I do like that actually. I've, I've genuinely, I know people think it's like funny when she like eats her son or whatever, but it's genuinely a very beautiful short film. Yeah, I, and it's, I, like, I fucking love it. Fucking I cried. Amazing. Yeah. Great. It is a great thing. I also I love um the one before I think it's Inside Out. Um Lava, which is like a uh it's like a it's mostly a song to be honest, but like a um like a song about a volcano. Oh yes, talking yes. About, talking about how much he loves like the other volcano and stuff. And it's like a it's a tribute to like a, a Hawaiian a very famous Hawaiian singer who like who passed away before it was it um, was it the guy that covered um somewhere over the, the rainbow. rainbow yeah 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 no i do Can't remember that. yeah name, no i I, but... fuck, I remember enjoying that one as well they're the only two that i think yeah. i really remember or maybe if you like if someone would have read out more i'd be like oh yeah i vaguely remember that <laughs> i wasn't saying to do it i probably won't remember more than that if, if someone i don't know who but if someone <laughs> here right now would to maybe Pull up a list of all the shorts. No one cares about this. I wasn't saying to do it. I was just saying maybe he if very someone much prodded me, I'd like know. he was gonna do it. I'll uh, let's see. Shorts. Look, if someone's uh, gonna do it, I guess it makes sense to be you. That, there we go. One man band. I think that was before Cars. One called La Luna. I don't know what that is. Mm-mm. Uh, Jack Jack Attack. God, very I really fun. like Cars. We've done Cars, haven't we? Uh, we have done cars, yeah. We did all three of them, didn't we? Oh yes, Finn McMissile. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Caine, the car. <laughs> um, these are all shit. <laughs> you're reading the names of them and you don't know them, and you're like, they fucking suck. No, but like, no, but I'm on Disney Plus and I'm looking for like a list of shorts, but it's like. I want just the specific ones that played before movies, but these are all like ones they've done after movies where like, oh, Mike Wazowski's got a new car or, oh, yeah. oh it's the dog from Up and he's talking to a squirrel or, no, I don't want any movie I've seen. I want the sh- original shorts. Do the, right? does, um, does Disney Plus still adhere to that joke where they like promotional material mm. blocks out Mike's face from all the advertising? I think they do, yeah. That's very funny. It's such a good joke. Any little things? I'm so glad you asked, because I do have a little thing. Okay. Um, it's only one, to be fair. I've really limited myself, but it was one thing that I noticed when I watched it the other day, and I was really, really excited about it. Um, okay. So I really, really like the the first, in the opening, um, in the opening, the first kind of like 15 minutes, it just immediately sets up the, uh, like the, basically the conflict and the struggle with Mr. Incredible's character arc. Basically, he's... The man is late to his own wedding because he can't choose between commitment to his family over being seen as the hero and the desire to be super and not refuse a call to action. Much like you were late to your own wedding. That's not true. I was aggressively early and you know that. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I was right there with you. I was set an alarm for six in the morning. I've never seen you look more pissed off. (laughs) And I barely slept. (laughs) What? Wouldn't want to miss that 10 a.m. call time. <laughs> no, I, Nathan, I very much wouldn't want to miss it. <laughs> and I made sure that I didn't. 
wouldn't want to miss that 10 a.m. call time for, to stand around for two hours <laughs> and then have the ceremony at 12. I had jobs. All right? I had stuff I needed to check on and do. <laughs> Listen, right? <laughs> if you wanted to sleep, you knew that that wasn't the room for you. <laughs> Continue with your dumb point. No, that your li dumb little thing, which is a big thing apparently. No, that, it's not a big thing. That was my little thing. I finished it. Oh, you did it? Yeah. What was it? <laughs> he was late to the wedding. <laughs> no, because he was late to the wedding because he couldn't choose between committing to his family or refusing a call to action as a superhero. So it's just it's just a little seed that set up the conflict of the man can't choose between being true with his family or his... could he not choose? Well, no, he did choose the wedding, but he it... was late to it. So it's again, yeah, it's the compromise. See... He makes his family react to him as opposed to it just be honest with them. It didn't seem like he couldn't choose though. Like he was never like, oh, I don't want to go to this wedding. I want to fight crime. No, no, he didn't. Like he was it, like, it was the... yeah, I'll get, I'll, I'll be late, but I'll get there or whatever. Yeah, but it, it was the putting it off. It was Frozone going past him, being like, you've got, like, you need to be there now. And he was like, no, I'm good. I've still got the time. He said, quietly, you need to be there now. Like, what's Frozone saying? Aren't you gonna be late? You're gonna be late, man. Yeah, but he can, he can zip about, can't he? He can zip about in the city. It's true. I do like the way he moves around. I, fucking cool, cool, right? Ice powers. Yeah. That are, has anyone else got like, not Mister Freeze? Has anyone else got cool ice powers? Mister Freeze from X Men. Oh yeah, the other Mister Freeze. Yeah, he's actually called Iceman, but I'm just call him Mister Freeze for some fun. Yeah, he's the he's not the fire <laughs> he's not the fire boy. Fuck it. He's <laughs> no, he's not the fire one. <laughs> no, I get him confused enough, with no. the guy that plays the fiery one. What's his name? Bobby. His name Bobby is Iceman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you got any little things? Um, I did, but I forgot. I'll write him down, uh, Nathan. What are you doing? I'm anything down. You're in. Um, I'm gonna say some things. Maybe jump your memory. Edna Mode, Frozone, Helen Parr, Robert. Edna Mode and Guest is very funny. Yeah, yeah, that is very that good. That wasn't one of them, but sure. Just a gun out the ceiling. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, I like that Edna Mode things. prepares the baby's outfit to be bulletproof. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the baby's obviously going into battle. you got to cover all bases. You do, yeah. Um, I don't know, say more things. Uh, more things. Syndrome. Uh, gazer beam. Pussy. Oh, gazer beam. Yeah. What? What? What's going on there, man? What's, what's that name? <laughs> what's the, what kind of name is gazer? And what? what what's his power? He, it seems like he shoots a laser based on like the look of because he's got like the cyclops laser sort of thing. Yeah. But like, I think that's but it. Why is it called? Is it rainbow colored or something? Why is he called Gazer Beam? <laughs> or maybe it's because it's his gaze. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, like his eye gaze. <laughs> maybe that's it, but it, I don't know. <laughs> he lands and he says his favourite catchphrase, which is, gaze our beam, and then just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know. There's all sorts of inconsistencies with Gazer Beam. His bones can withstand an x-ray, I guess, as well. Like uh, the syndrome <laughs> yeah, sends Mr. a little thing down. He just hides behind his exposed rib cage, uh, <laughs> and the machine's like, "Nope, nothing here." No, yeah, nothing there. Mister Incredible Terminated. Certainly not a three hundred pound man behind this <laughs> very small stack of bones here. They're actually, there's another quotable line. That robot voice. Uh, whenever I make any form of orange juice, um, I say make. Whenever I buy orange juice and pour it in a glass, 
I always just go, Mr. Incredible, would you care for a mimosa? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> uh, here's a little thing. Yeah. Ba -da -da, ba, ba -da -da, ba. Yeah, there you go. Arguably the um, best montage ever put to cinema, Nathan. <laughs> right, he lifts up the whole sofa. <laughs> He's pulling trains. It's like a workout montage, but it's superheroified and it's brilliant. <laughs> That is a bold claim right there. Right, right. All right, <laughs> name a montage better right now. <laughs> you know full well I can't think of one at the time. Go on, what's Jurassic World got? <laughs> I don't think it has any montages. Exact it? cowards, because they knew they couldn't beat this one. Great. <laughs> no, um, there's, there's probably much better montages, but it's a great one. It's a yeah. very good time. Do you remember me saying, I can't remember what episode it was, or even if it wasn't a podcast, but a few weeks ago I was saying, I uh, I always used to draw a superhero called Diner Guy. Uh, remember this? When did we talk about this? I can't remember, but it was at something. Okay, I'll take your word for it, go on. There's Diner Guy in this. <laughs> yeah, that's where I came from. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and I did say that during the episode, but I can't remember, or even if it was an episode. I'm pretty sure it was an episode. Have you ever used the password Kronos? I have not. I have. It was my laptop password when I was Anyone wants to hack into the Mr. Sunday Movies <laughs> YouTube channel? No, that's not it. <laughs> we added numbers. It's Kronos123. <laughs> With a capital K. <laughs> this will keep out. This will keep the hackers at bay. Uh, any more yes. little things, or shall we do some recommendations? Um, Who does... Um, the Pixar guy play. Oh, he's the Underminer, isn't he? Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Underminer. Is that that's the same guy that is it? Is it the joke at the end of Cars when he's watching all the all the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, these voices all sound the same. What a ripper! He's listening to Ham and he's like, I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nathan, uh, I've actually realised before. I will. I stand by the fact that Cars Three. Is an incredible movie. I also agree that Cars Three is incredible. It's just weirdly sandwiched, or no, <laughs> it it weirdly is the third instalment in an incredibly confusing trilogy of movies. Cars Two is the meat, is the is the filling in a very odd sandwich. Yes, basically. basically yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like you've got a lovely toasted brioche bun mm. on either side and then you've just put a fucking jam donut right in the middle <laughs> of it for some reason <laughs> that was kind of the, what i was gonna say i was gonna say like lovely beautiful sandwich right fresh loaf right fresh bloomer mm. bread one mm. and three and then in the middle you've been like what do i fancy in my sandwich today just a human poo i think is what i'll put in my sandwich today okay well mine was less disgusting than graphic well that's so. people need to know how graphically i feel about cars too I'll tell you what, Cars 3, better than The Incredibles. If you've enjoyed this episode... <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, um, did we get any comments, tweets, emails, thoughts about this I am very glad you asked, movie. Nathan. Uh, we actually did get a tweet. I haven't checked the emails as of yet. Uh, but I will in just a moment. We did get one singular tweet. All right, it's not as popular as Still Got Legs, so we're still in we're still in the one digits here. Um, a lovely tweet from Peep Toad Monarch at Eli Conon. Uh, 
Eli Ooh. underscore Conon. I know. It says, probably the best animated movie of my youth. And I would agree. Wrong. I know. I would agree that it is the best animated movie of this person's youth. No, I'm saying he's wrong. It's not the best animated movie of his youth. What other animated movies did he see? Find the Nemo. Uh, that's a good movie. I still don't think it's as good as The it Incredibles. Is. You're wrong. It's about fish. <laughs> that doesn't make it. That doesn't make it better. Lawrence, it's about fish. Come on. I, fair enough. And there is that fun Australian woman that just bangs on the glass. That little child that's like, fishy, why are you sleeping? What? The fun Australian woman with the big braces, the child in the in the dentist <laughs> office. When you say the fun Australian woman, do you mean that seven-year-old girl? <laughs> yeah. The fun Australian woman. Oh, you know, Barbara, 40-year-old Barbara. I did clarify twice that she was a child. <laughs> you said fun Australian woman. <laughs> uh, Nathan, Ooh. we did actually get an email. I don't know if you know this. Did we? Yeah, so this one is from support at acast.com. Okay. Um, thanks so for writing no, in, guys. It yeah. says, congrats, Nathan. Uh, your episode has been published. And then there's a link that I can view the episode. It's actually um, this hosts are still got legs podcast as well. So the episode in question was the voyage of the damned. Um, so I would say that that's actually quite <clears throat> insightful. That's it gets to the point, I would say. Well, you're not wrong. Someone put me out my misery, right? Email us, right? I'll do this a little bit ahead of time, right? Just if you've got thoughts on the stuff, we tweet them out a couple of days before we record. Um, little little sizzle. Next week we are doing Spider Man Two, the video game. So just I'll see, you'll see a tweet go out. Just drop your thoughts Thwip. in it, and if if your thoughts are too long for a tweet, then send them in an email to anotherhappypod at gmail and we will read them out. We very much so want your input. Thwip, thwip, indeed, uh, Nathan. Have you got a lovely recommendation for the good people at home? What's a recommendation, Lawrence? You're right. I should say that. A recommendation, Nathan, is what we do kind of at the end of the show where we basically just talk about something that we've, I don't know, seen, read, watched, experienced, or done. Can be anything. Can be absolutely anything from a walk to a body of artistic work, for example. Um, I'm glad you said it can be absolutely anything because, Lawrence, this week... I'm going to recommend a delicious glass of Jack Daniel's Tennessee Apple. Ooh, okay, yeah. I'm enjoying a delicious glass right now. Not neat, because I'm a pussy. <laughs> I like to cut it with Coca-Cola Zero. <laughs> I, th- I also think, like, I, I, there are some alcohols to be drunk neat, right? But that one is not, like, an apple whiskey is not one of them. I, I can't drink Nisky Wheat. What? <laughs> No, you can't drink shredded wheat, Nathan. What did you just say? <laughs> I can't... Fucking that's embarrassing. <laughs> I can't drink whiskey neat, no matter what it is, because it's, I'm just a bitch, I guess. Um, I... So I always like to uh, cut it with a, a mixer of my choice, usually a, a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar mm. or a... Uh, well, it's usually just that, to be honest. No, well, I mean, it's a good choice. I, I can do... Mm. There are certain whiskeys I can't. There are certain and then, whiskeys I can't. And with this, it's like it's like nice because then it's like, oh, I've got a nice apple flavored Coca Cola. Yeah, so. right. That's why I love it. Have you had the honey one? Yeah, yet? I have. Yeah, honey one's good. I've still got from your recommendation. I think it was last Christmas. I have a peach Jim Bean. I think I, I have that on the shelf behind me. Yeah, yeah. So we're. I guess you could say we're men of culture, right? We're <laughs> putting little flavors in our whiskeys. We're very. 
<laughs> there's one thing about us, it's that we're alphas with our whiskeys, okay? <laughs> well, the best thing is, right, they don't colour it in a stupid way, right? So you can still look hardcore and cool. <clears throat> no, this is very much coloured. This is green. Is it? Not the drink itself, but the bottle is. Oh, no, but like when you pour it, I'm saying. It's got, no, yeah, it's very, it still looks like piss. Yeah, so. I mean, that is true. It does have an apple yeah. juice kind of vibe to it did you ever do did you ever like when you were younger pour apple juice in like a in like a pint glass and you're like i'm pretty fucking adult drinking a pint not only did i do that when i was younger lawrence i did that well into my 20s um <laughs> but at that point it was mostly a prop in a play i was gonna say nathan you were aware that in your 20s you could <laughs> buy a beer yeah but i didn't want it lawrence. it's true all right what 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 play <sighs> any any <laughs> bullshit. Any, any, you know, no, any bullshit I had to do at uni where I had to drink whiskey. Yeah, I'd always get like a a nice tea or a an Ooh, apple juice or something. We did a play where we drunk whiskey and died. Did we? Yeah, it was a play on "Come Dine with Me" that we called "Come Die with Me." Oh yeah, we have that video. We could put that up. We'll put it on the Patreon. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon, <laughs> but if you really want to see it, you know what to do. <laughs> Just send us undisclosed amounts of money. We'll, we'll we'll make a stretch goal on Patreon. <laughs> Once we get to, I don't know, $3,000 a month, we'll put that up there. So you know what to do, guys. I think that's fair. And we won't get permission from the other cast members either. Yeah. My recommendation this week uh, is the television show The Bear. Uh, you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. Nathan rolled his eyes because he, he tried it and didn't like it, I think. Boring. It's not Boring. Boo, boring. Nathan's like, there was no dinosaurs and Chris Pratt in it, so I couldn't stand it. It's true. I was like, where was the motorcycle chase from Budapest or where? <laughs> no, that happens. That's just in the... <clears throat> the what, where did you leave it? I don't know. Just say it. I'll be honest with you. I saw like two random episodes when I was at my dad's house. Oh, so right. So you didn't watch it fairly then, really, did you? You love boring shit, it, don't Right. You? The thing is, it's not boring. It's just slower. And it's not even slow. It's yeah. it's a It's a fairly rapid show. I think plenty happens. It's it's about a chef who inherits uh, from his his late brother has left him the family sandwich shop that he was kind of cast out from. In the time that he was cast out, he went and worked in fancy restaurants. He went to culinary school, and now he's uh, like a brilliant like star holding chef, which is apparently cool in the world of being a chef. Um, and he has to kind of teach a ragtag group of of just basically random employees that don't really care about cooking all that much. Uh, but maybe they learn to love it. Maybe they learn to appreciate it. It's a very good show. I'm midway through season two, and I think there's only season. I think there's only two seasons out. But it's it's good. It's heartwarming and at sometimes quite moving. And also, I think it's it's a TV show where like everything comes together nicely. I think it's edited really, really fucking well, and it's shot well, uh, and it's great performances all around. What's going on with Michelin stars? I don't. Like, I don't get are... the, what they're about. Yeah. yeah. Why are Michelin the apparent like leading authority on whether a restaurant is good? Well, my, my, but like a lot of not in industries is the wrong word, but a lot of like em, employable career parts have that kind of governing body. Like Ofsted decides if a school is good, don't they? Yes, but why is it Michelin, a company who makes fucking car tires? I don't think that's them. <laughs> it is. It's not. That surely not. It is. Look it up right now. You it are is. It's fucking... the exact same fucking company. I can't tell if you're taking the piss out of me. Look it up and find out for yourself. You are surely joking. I am surely not. And don't call me Shirley. 
Holy fucking shit. You were saying? I apologize, but that is genuinely the most shocking information I've heard in a while. I told you. Why what you think I don't fuck? know what yeah, I'm talking about? What the fuck about? are they doing? <laughs> why have they got a say in what's a restaurant This is what I'm not? saying. This is what I'm saying. Why is it them? Is there like Was this like a thing that started like, I don't know, fucking years and years ago where like, I don't know, just like, uh, like the workers at like Michelin tires would be like, oh yeah, that's got the Michelin star of approval. And then it just became like a coveted thing. No idea. I do not understand that. But yeah, that is wild. Lawrence, where can people <laughs> review this show? You're right, Nathan. Uh, that is something that I say at this point in the show. Uh, what they can do is they can mosey on over to their podcast platform of choice. Um, can we say mosey can... on over? What do you, what do you, what do you, Why you mosey? Why mosey? It's just a fun little darn tooting phrase. I don't like it, I'll be honest with you. Why? What's wrong with it? I don't, I, it hits the ear wrong. Mosey on over? Mosey yeah, on, it, mo, what if I said mosey on down? No, I don't like it. It's the mosey which is the issue. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's like quite it. a nice way of moving. Nice way to describe just having a little wonder. I, I, I don't like it. Just going and checking it out. Put your nose in. See what's going on. Yeah. No? Really not a fan? No. What would you prefer I changed it with? Um, give it, else. Give it a gander. No, I don't like that either. Looky Lou over here. I hate that. Um, I'll be honest, I've run out of charming ways to say look at something. Um, what is he saying? What is he trying to say? I'm trying to say that they should go to their podcast platform of choice. You can have a jaunty little... Um, um, See, I think you're trying to make one now. You, this this is not. This isn't something that rolls off. We can... Um, you can mosey on over. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not having that. <laughs> cast your gaze upon. Cast your gazer beams. Yeah, cast it. Right. There we go. We've landed on it. That now <laughs> works with the topic as well. Right. If you want to leave us a lovely five-star review, uh, and firstly, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. You didn't need to do that. If um, you cut all that out and then just make it seem like you just came up with cast your gazer beams, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I can't now. You know my tune. <laughs> no, you can't now, which is why I just said that. <laughs> Listen, guys, go over to... No, fuck! <laughs> Listen, everyone. Uh, cast your gazer beams over the uh, the podcast platform of choice uh, where you listen to us. Um, you can leave us a little five-star review. If it's Spotify, you're pretty sure you can't leave a comment. If it's Apple, uh, let, us, let us know your thoughts. Share with us what you think about the show. Um, it would be absolutely lovely if you were to do that. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, download Apple Podcasts and give it a review, or I'll phone you. Yeah, it's true. I, I'm out of whiskey, so I will. I used to be a Spotify loyalist. I have, I have since moseyed on over to Apple Podcasts. Same moseyed on over. No, I won't. I'll mosey back. What? What? Uh, are you? Are you... <laughs> Some brain fogged up there. What? Um, here's something. What? Um, what music player are you using these days? I still use Spotify for music. Dead. Yeah, I, I wish there was an alternative that I got on with, but I like Spotify. Apple Music. I don't. I've never liked Apple Music. I find it counterintuitive. I get it for free, which is why I use it. Yeah. See, I think that's that's why. <laughs> never mind any of that. Anyway, uh, give us a fucking review, or, uh, or we'll 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 get cross and get quite upset. And also, uh, if you have enjoyed this, uh, there's plenty more of these episodes that you can go back and listen to. And also, new episodes of this show come out every single Friday at 10 a.m. If you give us a little follow on Twitter at Another Happy Pod, 
uh, you'll most certainly see a little post reminder in your feed to pop up mm-hmm. um, and it will let you know that we have just bloody done it again. Just more five-star content ready for you. Lawrence, there's 143 other episodes that people can listen to. Fuck a duck. That is That's pretty amazing. Nuts. 143 episodes, mate. And 144 including this one. Still less than like 100 Swedish kroner on our part as well. <laughs> Whatever that was. We got way more than a hundred Swedish krona. Have we? I haven't checked our krona yeah. in a while. We got we got like in our first week we got like eighty. So. Oh, well, how much krona we we rocking? No, we're not doing. We're not bringing this segment. <laughs> yeah, we're not bringing this back. Um, hang on, Nathan. Before you tell them about our other podcast, still got legs. The Doctor Who rewatch podcast. Uh, I do have to say that over on Twitter, uh, using the handle I just said, you will be able to do a number of cool things. Uh, our, our pinned tweet is somewhere where you can have your little say. Um, and suggest a little topic for us to do. Maybe, you know, no promises. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. Uh, but we always look for some cool suggestions that will inform us on our journey forward into the content verse. Uh, oh, that's and- cool. Um, underneath, I just went to another Happy Pod here on Apple Podcasts. And underneath it, uh, it's still got legs, is automatically recommended. Hey, like, that's because goes- we own it. <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or probably it's just the algorithm because the other ones are suggestible the weekly planet plumbing the death star book cheat do go on <laughs> so i think yeah, it might know it, what you like <laughs> yeah maybe it just knows me <laughs> uh nathan well, you, it's funny that you do mention still got legs because i'd love for you to tell me about it i have no idea what it is mate oh shit okay well then we're fucked here yeah. aren't we yeah I can, st- I can stumble through I mean, you could Google it. I can stumble yeah. through it unless you really can't remember it. Okay, well, it's this rewatch podcast about Doctor Lawrence, Who. Lawrence, it's a Doctor Who rewatch podcast where <laughs> every back. week we discuss an episode of Doctor Who. We've just kicked off our Series 4 rewatch. Um, yeah, it's a <laughs> good, fun time. <laughs> Join us, please. I've, I've exhausted Nathan with my Incredibles. <laughs> Uh, verbiage at him is that, a th- is that a good thing? I feel like verbiage is often rude anyway, mosey on over <laughs> <laughs> still got I mean I couldn't think of anything to say back to that so I just let that sit there <laughs> cheers um, yeah, uh, next week we're going to be doing this Anyway, imagine that, but there's like two Spider-Men swinging from New York. Yeah, it's kind of hard to visualize if you haven't played the game, so we hope you have. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway, also Wahoo, uh, it's not Mario. That's something, I think. I guess that's a running joke we do now. Wahoo! It's Good. not Mario. Epic. Nathan gave Hashtag, it a it's not Mario. Hashtag, it's not Mario. Get that trending, folks. <laughs> what happens when one day we do Mario? <laughs> then we have to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, see you next week. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, man. I was, I've, I've done all the bits. I've been outroing for like five minutes now. All right, I guess that's it. Bye, everyone. No, another happy pod after dark. Go on, go on, what you got in the tank? You play the theme. That's part of it. <laughs> Is that a part Yeah, of it? we always do it after the theme. It's a little nugget. No, I feel like we don't. Say. I feel like sometimes it's just in the episode. <laughs> I feel like we've been doing that for a while. We talked about Michelin tires. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we're done. All right, see you <laughs> Bond is filmed in front of a live studio audience. It's not. It's not even filmed. <laughs>